You made it. Checked out of office to check into the sweet views of this place where the kids aren't asking for the Wi-Fi. Mom, can we go to the pool? And when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Ahem. I am trying to fix my reputation here, and that's not helping. Much better. See, everyone thinks witches cook in cauldrons, wear pointy hats, and that we're bad neighbors. But really, we're just trying to get through our to-do list like everyone else. My secret? Shipped same-day delivery. With Shipped, I can get what I need for Halloween delivered in a snap. Get in on the secret at shipped.com slash magic. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com slash magic. I believe this podcast is about pushing boundaries. And I'm going to continue to do that as we continue to bring on different guests from all over the world. And today's guest is uh, Claire Jeong. And Claire is a really awesome person. She is somebody that I uh, was paying attention to on LinkedIn, you know, a lot of the posts about her fascial stretch therapy. And honestly, I was just really fascinated with uh, meeting somebody from a part of the world that I haven't been to. I've been to many places on the planet, but um, Korea, and in particular South Korea, is a place that I have not uh, been, and uh, I have a desire to learn more about it and different cultures, and I think that's really important. And Claire agreed to come on, and what's funny, some backstory is Claire, uh, Claire has very good English, uh, but she didn't believe that she did. So we had to have a phone call ahead of time. She wanted me to hear her speaking to see if it would come across well on the podcast. And I could tell you that it definitely did. And you guys, I think, are really going to enjoy a different perspective, um, understanding a different life, a different way, a different culture. Um, And I think that's always eye-opening and provides a good perspective for everyone and hopefully anyone that's listening to this. So please enjoy uh, the conversation that Claire and I had as we jump into it right now. Thanks a lot, guys, and I'll see you on the other side. Very good. Well, Claire, thanks for taking my phone call and spending some time with me today. No problem. Awesome. So I came across your profile on LinkedIn and Mm -hmm. I found it very interesting, honestly. Okay. And uh, the fact that you're doing fascial stretch and uh, South Korea fascinated me because I I have a good understanding of fascial stretch uh, and I Mm -hmm. offered it in a variety of um, clubs that I used to be a part of. And it's just interesting about your journey into getting that certification. Mm, okay. <laughs> it's not really like interesting thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been doing it for the first thing in Korea, but that specific fascia stretcher thing. But I'm not sure how many people are doing it here, but I'm pretty sure I'm doing my own way <laughs> for the first time in Korea. So a lot of people are asking me, oh, what is this? What is fascia stretching? And they get a lot of curious. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I would imagine, I mean, being the first person in a country to be offering this is pretty interesting, uh, I would say. Yeah, (laughs) it's fun. Now, did you get the certification in the United States or I know you went to you do stretch to win, correct? Yes. 
I went to Toronto. I used to live in Toronto for six years, and that's where I got my certificate, 2015. Gotcha. Now, now, you you said you lived in Toronto. What made you go to Toronto from Korea? I always wanted to study and work abroad mm -hmm. when I was in university. And since I graduate, I really wanted to escape, but then <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't go. And after I graduated, graduate school, I decided again, okay, I got to go. I can kind of give up everything, but I'm still going to leave. Well, I just... Why did you want to go? What Why did you want to go? What was it about getting away that you felt you needed to do? Yeah, I just wanted to study English first. I just admire people who speak English really, really well, and I wanted to, you know, be a fitness specialist and speak good English. Mm -hmm. uh, I always wanted to experience something different, not same thing over and over in Korea. And I want you to get dessert better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm curious because I think a lot of my listeners will be curious too. You know, um, I've never been yeah. to Korea. I, I have had some friends who uh, were stationed there, like their families were stationed in a military base there when I was growing up. And I grew up in a military family. But what's life? What was life like for you growing up in Korea as a child? Child? Pretty much. Uh, boring. We have to study a lot. We go to school, and after that, we get academy and study again. But for me, my major is sports, so I didn't really study that much. But others, <laughs> other, other friends, they really like, stay up all night long for the test. You know, the test is really crazy. You only mm. take once a year test to get in the uh, university. If you fail, you gotta wait one more year. Oh, so, I see. Pretty popular. <laughs> so is that part of is that kind of a cultural thing in Korea that it's just a tremendous amount of emphasis on studying and doing work and discipline? Yes, it works crazy too. You work so many hours and sometimes you don't really get paid. Well, what? I thought, <laughs> yeah. So you don't, you work, so it's working like, you know, in America, we have this whole thing about people work too much and they spend too much time at work and they're just killing themselves working. So do you, you feel like it's, it's very similar, or even more like work is just consuming. It's just a tremendous amount of what people are doing in Korea. More in Korea. <laughs> yeah, <What's> really? <laughs> really? America too? Yes, but uh, so it's described to me because I'm, I'm fascinated, like, what is the work culture like in Korea? Work culture, I think pretty much the same, but sometimes we just get a lot of pressure. If you want to take a vacation, you kind of need to wait until that's your turn. Mm -hmm. You can't just take, okay, and I'm going to take a day off, cannot just do that, got to wait. It takes a lot of process. It happened to me, but I don't know other people. But sometimes, but depends. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's not like in America. Most people just take off whenever, yeah. for the most part. 
Um, I know, I know, but you gotta wait until uh, what people think about it, and then, and I'm ready to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, what's the what's the you know kind of typical work day? Is it kind of an eight hour day for a lot of people? Is it you, do you know nine to six for the office? Uh huh. Yeah. So nine hours, one hour for lunch break. So mm -hmm. Usually nine, nine to six or eight to five. Mm. I see. Yeah. Is it like Monday through Friday or how many days yeah. a week? That's same Monday to Friday. But Monday I've never Friday. been office worker. So <laughs> I see. Is there a lot of pressure to like do a certain job or be in a certain, you know, profession growing up uh in in Korea? I was not that pressure, but some people some parents they really want their kids to be, you know, doctor, lawyer, whatever. Yeah. So they made a job already and then they forced to study them really hard. Yeah. So that wasn't put on you. You just you what why did you want to get into sports and exercise? What was the reasoning for you? Mm, I was just really active. I was good at something simple thing, running, you know, <laughs> jumping things and i told my mom i want to go to i want to be uh study sports but then my mom said no you're running you should be you know something calm <laughs> <laughs> and i oh, told my sister no i really want to be you know studying sports exercise i like exercising activating I told my sister and then sister told my mom. These days, things are changing. People are thinking about their health and well-being. So I think Claire should be good for what she's doing. So my mom said, okay. <laughs> Urgent decision. I had to take a test, study again. Maybe five months. I really study hard and then ready for the test. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so you, how did you start in the business? What, what was the first thing that you started doing professionally uh, with fitness? I'm not the professional. <laughs> 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 but the, for the first time, it was really hard. I kind of study everything when I was in Toronto. Even if I have all the certificate, I had to re, re-obtain all the certificate in English. Yes. Especially for Canadian one. So I had to study English first. I had to go to school, to language school. And I started to study about the basic personal training certificate course. And I passed. After that, I kind of gather people. First of all, I started training only Korea. Hmm. In Korea. Because right. yeah, I was... I was shy. I was not ready to speak perfect English. Still not. Yes. So I trained a lot of Korean people. And then luckily, one of my friends, he opened a personal training studio specialized in body transformation. So I started working there with him. So we transformed a lot of people's body. I see. I see. Mm. 
Now, see, you speak great English. You know, I want everybody out here to listen. Claire was very nervous about coming on the podcast because she didn't think her English was going to sound very good. I think it sounds great. Come on. That's not my English. Oh, my, my first language. But you know what? You speak it well. You definitely speak it very well. And uh, I understand exactly what you're talking about. Everybody's going to understand. I, I think you're doing awesome. You really are. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. I just, I don't know, I'm just fascinated by our world and how, you know, we can connect with people that are worlds, what it feels like worlds apart. I mean, Korea is super far away from where I'm at yeah. and for a lot of people, but it's amazing that the internet and mm -hmm. these platforms allow us to come together to get to know each other. I know you're doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, I saw a bunch of your posts on LinkedIn and, uh, you know, I don't, I was just like, wow, I was like, this, this person's doing some stuff. You know, I saw the fascial stretch therapy, it's, it's in your post. I said, okay, when I find somebody interesting, I'd like to get to know what makes them tick. Why are they, why are they doing this? What is their reasoning? And then the extra element is like, okay, this person's from a different country. How is mm -hmm. fitness perceived in that country? So I'm curious about that. How is fitness perceived in Korea these days? Fitness is really big in Korea. Wow. We do a lot of fitness competition, but so many. Hmm. Really? Before I left, yeah, before I left to Toronto, there's like maybe one or two competition, but now I can't even count. Hmm. Competition for IFBB, WBF, so many. Muslimania. So not only just trainers, fitness people like any kind of people can enjoy and join the competition they're really into fitness they really want to get a nice in shape so what changed what what do you think changed that caused that to happen in in korea change we do not really have a big chain for fitness but we have so many smaller PT studio, personal training studios. Okay, okay. And what about in the country? Like you said, there wasn't that many competitions before, but now there is a lot. What happened? Mm -hmm. What was the difference that made, become, made fitness bigger in Korea these days? I think we follow American style. <laughs> Why does everybody do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. But there's many... Actually, all the competition, most of competition from, you know, America or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, or some people, they just, they do for the money. That's what I see too. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm. So what do you think is the influence of America? Like, what, what are your thoughts? Like, I mean, you're, I mean, so you've been in Toronto, but have you been in the United States before? Yeah, that's for visiting. Oh, where'd you go? Where'd you visit? New York, Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, what'd you think? I used to live in Las Vegas for a long time. What'd you think oh. about it? Ah, I only went, I was there only for like three or four days. Uh huh. Like that, of course. A lot of people. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. It was and fun. <laughs> it is a lot of fun. 
Vegas. Anything could happen. Anything, anything definitely can happen in Las Vegas. I lived there for 15 years. Oh, long time. Long time. Yeah, uh -huh. it was a great place to go. I still visit like once a month. I, I love going there. So many things happen to you? Many things happened to me. <laughs> I would say I had a lot of fun partying in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And it's really where I grew my exercise yeah. career pretty big in Las mm -hmm. Vegas. Um, but yeah, a lot of fun. I mean, I'm definitely love to have a good time for sure. Mm -hmm. Amazing. How about you? Are you, I mean, you like to hang out, go out? Are you a fitness person? Who... Yeah, I like, I like to have fun. <laughs> you know, not a lot of I'm fitness just... people are not always like that. You know, they're not always into like hanging out and partying and stuff. It's like, hey, I got to be very strict and rigid with my lifestyle, you know? Oh, I don't really restrict my diet. I like to, you know, dance too. Sometimes I drink. I don't really drink much, but I like being there. Yeah, yeah. Is that is that kind yeah. of a... Is like a big nightclub scene in, uh, in Korea or South Korea, where you're at? Yeah, we do have a lot. And it's for almost 24 hours. Wow, really? In Toronto, everything stopped at 2, 2 a.m. You cannot <laughs> drink after 2 a.m. So, what? I just heard. <laughs> uh, you can even go to the club in the morning and then still till like 2 p.m. Wow. It's a lot like Vegas, kind of like Vegas. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. pretty similar. I don't stay yeah. yeah. Wow, you stay out that late? Really? Mm, but not me. <laughs> I don't even know I'm too old. <laughs> <laughs> You're going home earlier, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Study early and finish early. I am the same way. I start like 2, 3 p.m. hanging out. <laughs> I like to party with my friends. We're drinking, you know, we're just, we're watching mm -hmm. sports and stuff. And then we're home at like 9 30, 10 o'clock, you know, that's, that's the professional way of doing it. You know? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but 24 hours, that's crazy. Like, I had no clue that was going on in South Korea like that. Perfect place for the party. Now, you're in Seoul, though, right? Are you in Seoul? South yeah, Korea? I'm in Seoul. Mm -hmm. It's a big city, right? It is a big city. And there are a lot of foreigners these days. Really? So, Why do you think that is? I don't know. People like it here? <laughs> <laughs> it's known for good for party city. I, I didn't know that. I really didn't know that. Really? Mm -hmm. I, might need to come to, I might need to come to Korea to party. I would, that would be like an amazing trip for me. Yeah. I think you're going to stay another 15 years. In Korea. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the best place to party in Korea? You got to tell me. It's out in Seoul. I need to know. Okay. So Itaewon would be a good start. Itaewon, this area, a lot of foreigners come. Yeah. What's good about it? It's really for music, bar, lounge, club. They have really good, decent mm -hmm. clubs. I see. I see. Interesting. That's a, so that's a good start. Where else do, should I go? Gangnam. Of course, you know where Gangnam is. Okay. Gangnam style. 
And what's that place? What is it? They also have a lot of good club and bar. <laughs> really, really busy. A lot of people. Everybody go to Gangnam. Now, how often are you going there? Once every two weeks. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, it's a decent amount. That's pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you go in there dancing and hanging out, stuff like that. Yeah, with my <laughs> friends sometimes, <laughs> and we did dance. Now, um, now are you close to the beach? Is like you know you're around water, right? No. No. You do have a big Han River. Okay. West to west to east, but I don't live close to the river. Oh, okay, okay. I was thinking for some reason I'm getting my geography wrong there, but so it sounds like it's a big city with a lot going on, and uh, and you're ripping it up. You're having a good time. You sound like me, actually. You sound like what I like to do. <laughs> having fun. <laughs> I love hanging out. That's actually one of my favorite things to do. Uh, one of the reasons I go to Las Vegas once a month. And the stuff is for oh. business stuff visiting friends, but I love to just hang out. I like to have some drinks and just, uh, just do fun stuff. You know, it's just, it's just good to hang out and, and let it all hang, you know? Yeah. You need this. You can't just be like strict all the time. No. Do you know people like that who are strict all the time? Some people, they don't drink, they don't eat things. <laughs> they only eat specific things. Wow. You know, again, I think similar things in different countries. You know, it's there's quite a fit, few people in the fitness business. I think they struggle with, you know, what they're eating and putting in their body or, you know, drinking, calories. things like that, calories, all that stuff, you know. That's putting more stress on your body. You I agree. Get a relax. <laughs> Look at you. I might be, I'm coming to Seoul, man. I might be showing up there, man. <laughs> okay, that's the party. You got to show me where to go. We got to hang out and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a, sounds like a fun place, actually. I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. That's that's why I reach out to people. Like I saw oh, South Korea. I was like, oh, I need to know what's going on there. I'd love to learn about it. <laughs> you know. Mm, okay. <laughs> You're like great. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Now, what are the traditions there? What What are the traditions in South Korea that like still go on today? Tradition? Yeah, is there any like old school stuff that like passes on in generations that like people keep doing as part of the culture? Mm. Yes. Hold on. So we do. Yeah. Uh, you're like, what well, I don't know what they are, but we do. <laughs> we do pray. Yes. Yes. Ancestral rights. Okay. Ancestral rights. Okay. Yeah. Ancestral rights. Yeah. What is that? Okay. What what does that mean to you guys? Ancestral rights. You gotta pray for at least two or three times a year. But depends on the family, but our family is really conservative. So my my dad has really made us to do ancestral rights, hmm. pray for our ancestors. I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. Like I, I, 
and New Year's, you gotta pray for nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and, go ahead. Yeah, for younger generation, they really hate doing this. You gotta prepare all the food and blah, blah, blah. So many works. You gotta get up early in the morning. So they think it's not useless. <laughs> mm. But the parents, they force them to do this. So there's kind of conflict. I see. Do you see that things are changing in South Korea with kind of the millennial, your younger generations there? Yeah, younger generation, they start not doing this. Yeah. Interesting. And makes the parent, do the parents feel upset about that? Mm-hmm. My dad is really upset about this. <laughs> oh, really? It's like a big deal for him. It is a big deal. Do you still do it yourself? I don't do it, but mostly men should do it. So my oh. brother. Interesting. What's the difference? Why Why does your brother have to do it versus you? Because the man leaves the family, not the woman. That's also part of culture. Yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, do you subscribe to that or do you, is that a big part of how you view relationships? Mm, I don't know. It's just a cultural thing, but really depends on the each family. Some family, they don't really care about this, but our family, my dad is really conservative. Mm-hmm. He kind of like this. Yeah. Gotcha. So they're definitely more traditional, more old school values related to men yeah. and women. Mm-hmm. But these days, it's not really. <laughs> but not really at the not end of the power, day. Not all power women have. Yeah, of course. Of course. Mm -hmm. So has that changed a lot in South Korea over the years? It is. And the... days people they do not want to get married they want to enjoy their own life they all know the one after they get married women have a lot of having a hard time keeping the family a lot of work and also women needs to get pregnant and they still need to work during the pregnancy mm -hmm. they find they decided not to get married and woman has a lot of power so they can make more money than men so they don't feel marriage is necessary you know what that's ha that has certainly been happening in america for sure especially over mm -hmm. the past 20 years i would say pretty big thing going on and i actually think it's i think it's great i think that you know people should do what works for them mm -hmm. yeah you know, I think some traditions are good. Old school things can be good, but, you know, people change and societies evolve and become different, you know? Yeah. I agree. So what's your path? I mean, what's your path? Are you someone who say, thinks, hey, I want to be in a long-term relationship, marriage, or just focus on career? How do you see yourself? 
I've been focusing on my career. Yeah. Yeah. But then now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Mix. I want to have both good relationship and the work. Yeah. I think I can do both. Yeah, of course. A, if someone that can support me well, yeah, why not? Now, are you planning to spend the rest of your career in South Korea and Seoul, or are you planning to move again at some point? For now, I like to stay here and I like to travel. Maybe some course, seminars to, I don't know, somewhere, but I want to live here and then I want to travel a lot. That's my plan. Where do you want to go? So what's the, what's the roadmap? You want to travel a lot. Where are the places that you want to go? Mm, travel and business trip at the same time. <clears throat> I've been talking with a lot of people in Singapore and Malaysia, they want to have a workshop, a seminar. Mm -hmm. So just let's see how things are going to be. Mm -hmm. So if, if things goes well, I want to go to all the Southeast countries, Philippines, Vietnam, everywhere. So I want to express importance of stretching and I want to tell them what I do. I want to help people better, move and better, move better and feel better. Awesome. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's great. You know, yeah. I think this is one way to help. I mean, this podcast, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to get you on is I felt, felt this would be a good opportunity for mm -hmm. someone like yourself, maybe to just get some more exposure and put out there. You're doing yeah. fascial stretch. You know, mm -hmm. you're going to get the word out about you. So one of the things I'm really into is I love helping people become successful and whatever mm -hmm. that means for them. So yeah. I like to just put them out there and see how can I help you and be supportive of you, you know? Yeah. I also like to help people. I get yeah. that people like me, people's changing, not only their body, own body. When people can move better, then I feel better. Certainly, certainly. That's wonderful. So Singapore and Malaysia, I was actually in Malaysia a few years ago on a business trip. I was at in Kuala Lumpur and was helping opening a club there. And it, it was awesome. I mean, it was a beautiful place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Although I, there was one thing I didn't like. I have to speak on it. I just really didn't like was uh, there was too okay. much American stuff there. Way too much. Oh, really? Mm. The food places, you know, it was like mm -hmm. Papa John's and Johnny Rocket. It was all these American oh. food. No. <laughs> and no, I'm like, why do you eat Pizza Hut in Malaysia? <laughs> Much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. I came here to try, you know, Malay food, Chinese food, you know, mm -hmm. Indian food, like all this great Mm -hmm. local cuisine and then there's like domino's pizza i'm like why is this here <laughs> right uh, mm -hmm. i know now, don't tell me in seoul it's like that is it like that you do have lots no that's okay traditional cuisine is good a lot too so yeah of course i mean I, 
you know, I think foreigners come over and they like to have sometimes things they're familiar with, but I don't like that. I don't want anything yeah. I'm familiar with. I want to try different stuff. Ooh, yeah, me too. You gotta try. Of course. Well, you know what? Well, it brings a question to my mind. So what is like a good meal and and so like you know like a comfort food like a food like you just love to have that is traditional in your country mm -hmm. okay we do use a lot of pepper paste base or soybean base so we do make a lot of soup soup soybean okay. soup or kimchi soup mm. you know, have you heard of kimchi Yes, yes, I have. I love kimchi. Really good for you. <laughs> yes, yes. Probiotic, natural probiotic food. I love kimchi. Actually, you know, in America, it's funny is people go to like Korean restaurants and like Korean mm -hmm. like barbecue. Yeah. Uh, restaurants. Is that uh -huh. this? This sounds dumb, but is that a big thing there? Korean barbecue in Korea. I love barbecue. Really? Especially do pork belly. <laughs> I love pork belly. Yeah, we love pork belly. Wow. Okay, so I was I wasn't sure. I was like Korean barbecue. Is that like a thing Americans made up, or is it actually a real thing in Korea? I don't know. <laughs> you know. It is. <clears throat> we find a lot of restaurants grilling. We loved grilled meats. <laughs> yes. Oh man, I probably love all the food there. Like I love noodles and soups. And really oh, yeah. bold flavors, man, just all mm -hmm. of that stuff. I really like it. That's really good stuff. I, I might be actually, I was planning on taking my family to Japan mm -hmm. uh, next year. Because, uh, you know, I really haven't, I haven't really been to, you know, I've never been to South Korea. I've never been to Japan, never been to China. And those are uh, places I definitely, I've, I've wanted to explore. Because I've been to a lot of the Europe, you know, I've been to... Uh, you know, M Malaysia and different places. Mm -hmm. um, but I just, you know, I've been to like a lot of the Nordic countries and stuff. I love Iceland, big Iceland fan. Um, but not, not, you know, like Japan or Korea. Mm -hmm. I've not been to those places. I'm so curious about the history mm -hmm. and tradition in those places. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're going to like it. I think so, especially if there's partying. It seems like there's a lot of partying. <laughs> Yeah, it's for you. It is for me. You know, I'm 41 years old, and I still love to party. I mean, I don't party as hard as I used to. But once yeah. I go, like if you, if I'm out with people, and say, hey, we're gonna party. I'm like, if we're gonna go, let's go. Let's get this going here. Okay, we're not messing around. Okay. You know, you know, I want to, I want to maximize my time when I'm gonna hang out. You know. You should. <laughs> See, you agree with me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's fantastic. I love it. So aren't you recently just, did you just recently start working on a military base in uh, Seoul? Yeah, since August, end of July, actually. So how yeah. did that come about? How did I start? Yeah, like how did you find out about it? How'd you get started with uh, the the base? The manager he contacted me. He contacted me, and then mm -hmm. I think you're the perfect person for us. We really need you to be a personal trainer and fitness instructor. 
in two locations, one in Yongsan, one in KC. There's a two in, in Seoul. Actually, there's a lot more, but he was in charge of two locations. But I told him, first of all, no, it's too far for me. I don't mm. want to go. And he said, oh, we still need to have a meeting at least. I really want you to want to meet you. And then we had our first meeting. And then he said, I just want you to just come and visit to see if you like the place. I know you don't have to come. Or you don't have to work here. I just want you to see. So I went there. It's really, really far. It took me two hours and a half. Wow. <laughs> Back then, I, I, I didn't have a car. So I took a subway and then bus. But I really, really like the place. There's like wow. a really big four, four different gyms, the base. And I really like the facility and the environment and people. I feel like I'm in, still in Canada. You know, a lot of yeah. American people. So like, oh, it reminds, reminds me of working in Canada. So I kind of want you to work. <laughs> so he, he changed my mind. Wow, you were persuaded. He changed your mind. Mm -hmm. So two and a half hours to get there? I mean, that's a long time. I know. So I got a car. <laughs> you got this. a car, really? So you didn't have one before? <laughs> no. So like, you don't you don't really you don't really need a car. Trans transportation is really good. Really? It's like really amazing. So it's just like everybody just takes public transportation. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty good. You know, I think like foreign countries do public transportation way better than America. Seriously. Like mm -hmm. when I was in love. Iceland. When I was in Iceland, I've been there several times. The public transportation is unbelievably amazing. It's like crazy clean, always on time. Like it, you, you want to take it. Much faster. Yes, in America it's terrible. Like nobody mm. takes the bus in America unless they're like, like you really have to. Like you're down on your luck or something. Like it's bad, <laughs> you know. I know. When I was in New York, I was surprised. I was shocked. Oh, it's New York. <laughs> But then there's a rat. <laughs> Did you go on the subways? It's disgusting. Yeah. Oh, I saw a lot of rats running. <gasps> New York is rat city. I mean, there's literally rodents everywhere, and the subway is filthy. It's filthy. Yeah, I was really shocked. I thought New York's perfect, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, New York City, you know? <laughs> That's so funny. Like you're you're in Korea and you see New York and you think this place is like, oh, it's gonna be a perfect place. It's definitely not for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and really, really busy. Now, how many people live in Seoul? Like, like millions of people. I think. I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. How many people? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Uh, I just not, don't know how to say it in English. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah, no problem. Hold on, I'm really bad at number. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> it's all good. It's busy. Basically, it's super busy. Like, there's a yeah. ton of people living in Seoul. Yeah. Right. And New York is crazy. 50, New York City. 50,000, I think. 
Oh, I see. No, no, not 50. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Yeah, it's okay. You can tell me later offline, but... So you got to New York and you saw it's like, because like, is your, the transportation in like, in South Korea, is it like really, uh, it's busy, I'm sure, but is it really clean, like type of thing? The subway? Yeah. It, yeah. It's clean. It's very clean in South Korea. Mm -hmm. It's not like that in New York City. I'm telling you it's filthy. I mean, you were there. I mean. Oh, no bugs, no rats. This rat thing is a real problem. <laughs> <laughs> Still a lot of rats. Wait, when you when you saw the first time you saw a rat, what, what were you thinking? You're we like, what is this? Oh yeah, what is this? Why are rats here? What? It's filthy. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> I know. New York City. You know, it was funny though. New York, though. You know, you have the city, and then you have like all the islands, like Long Island, you know, Staten Island. Then you can go out in New York onto like the coast like in Mantock, and then it's like beaches and stuff. And then you can go up north to like New York State, and it's like the country, countryside, you know, type of thing. It's very different. Mm -hmm. The city's pretty gross, though. I've been there many times. It's the subway. I avoid it like the plague, I'm telling you. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's not good, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> but then you went to Vegas, which is crazy. It's just like nightclubs, you know, huge casinos and stuff. It's, it's nuts. Mm. Wow. You know, so you got to visit other places in the uh, United States because <clears throat> it's such a very, the United States is like a bunch of different countries inside one big gigantic land mass, you know? Yeah, I should. It's very different. Like where I live, it's extremely mm -hmm. different, extremely different from most places mm -hmm. in the United States. Where do you live right now? I live in Blaine, Washington. So um, mm -hmm. it is the last city on the west coast of the United States before Canada. Um, oh. I live right on the border. I live basically like a mile uh, or so, a couple kilometers or so from the border of Canada. So I can see the, the, the Canadian border from where I live. Oh, see. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I cross the border pretty, uh, I would say every week, at least once a week, mm -hmm. to go to like dinner or uh, actually get my hair cut in Canada now. So it's pretty funny. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's, it's so easy to do. So, but it's, there's glaciers, there's water. Uh, I'm surrounded by water. Just I live right near the beach. Um, it's very peaceful. A uh, very tiny town I live in. Very tiny. Mm -hmm. But nice. It's gonna be nice. Yeah, it's very peaceful. Like uh, not busy at all. So I'm not partying much <laughs> out here. <laughs> no party for you. No, which I go to Vegas for that mm -hmm. primarily. But you know, I hang out a lot. Do you know? Start a lot of like. Um, like a lot of fires, beach fires, stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. Sit by the sea. It's beautiful. Just really beautiful. Amazing. Wow. Very nice. Yeah, it's different. It's a different type of place. Very peaceful. Mm -hmm. Nice. I'd love to visit. 
You should come visit. I'm actually going to be uh, trying to host a retreat here uh, next May. Yeah, next May. And mm -hmm. it's only for all the people who have been on my podcast. That's what it's for. Nice. Yep. So you've been on the podcast now. So you're invited. <laughs> As you go. Yeah, it's next May. I actually, I just put together the dates for it. And uh, mm -hmm. after we got off here, I'll send you like the dates that it's actually going to be. And there's a resort um, where we're going to kind of hold all the little activities. And it's right on the water. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm it's just putting it out there right now, Claire. All right. Cool. Okay. You're like, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but yeah, it's an opportunity, I think, for everybody who's been on the podcast to meet each other. You know, I'm really big into people meeting each other or connecting and growing their connection with each other. Mm hmm That's good. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we're all human beings, you know, need other people, be connected to other people and, and help mm -hmm. other people, right? Mm -hmm. Can't and, just be... Right, you can't be so you can't be isolated or by yourself, you know. I mean, and uh, so this is just my way of like getting people together, and hopefully, you know, let's say let's say you show up, right? A bunch of people are going to meet somebody from another side of the planet they would never meet before. Mm, it is, and that alone will be super interesting and exciting, and it's just you know taking these worlds and bringing them together, you know. Yeah, that's really important. Sharing info and getting to know each other. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, I want to ask you, like, how how much have you, you know, liked or not liked using social media? I talked to everybody about this kind of because I'm interested. Like, how big is social media where you're at? It is a big social media. Yeah. You mean in terms of the business or or just like personal? the usage like I mean do you use it a lot for fitness for your business? Mm, I used to but these days I don't really do. But yeah, I think it really helps for my business and the marketing. Okay. Now you said you used to but not as much now. Why is that why is that changed? Because <laughs> I used to work with my friends he used to take all the pictures of me, but since I started working at the base, I had no time for the yeah. photos. Yeah, I always had women to take take photo of me, whatever I do. <laughs> they always make things, content, something fun, exercising. But then when I'm by myself, I can't just take selfie or what I do. <laughs> so, <laughs> you need something to sh to show, right? Well, I, I think like if you listen to my podcast with different people, I I have like a, a funny relationship with social media. Like I don't really have it with with mm -hmm. exception of I just have LinkedIn, which is more professional. Yeah, media, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I don't have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, any of that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. I just don't like it. I really don't. I, uh, I like talking to people like. Like this, I like having people on my show. I like having phone calls with people. 
yeah. just really like getting to know people. I just, I don't really do well with like kind of the constant, like mm -hmm. doing five different social media platforms. Like, I don't think people are good at doing a bunch of things at the same time. I just don't think they are. And I think like you got to focus on a couple things and try to do that well. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're right. It's too much for me. Exactly. And your work, look at you, you're working all the time. You know, you can't do all that posting when you're working. I always say people who are actually working a lot, they don't have time to do all that stuff. They don't have right for the photos and writing things, checking the much. comments. Yeah. I It'll consume your life. Too. It'll consume your life completely. Sometimes I feel like, why, why do I do this for what? <laughs> <laughs> because I've been doing it like a habit. So, okay. I don't want to just stop and close the count. <laughs> so you've questioned yourself. Why are you doing this? You've questioned yourself. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes it helps. Sometimes I feel like it's a waste of time. Yeah. Sometimes they contact me through my writing and things. So I get the clients. But sometimes, ooh, maybe is it worth it? Right. I think a lot of people are questioning that, honestly. I yeah. I used to have I used to have all of those different mm -hmm. social media platforms and like five years ago I just deleted it. I just was like, I'm done. I'm done with it. Completely done. Mm -hmm. I haven't missed it at all. I literally haven't missed it. Not one day. I don't know. You got you get more time to think and do other things and I know. you I was know thinking the two this year, right? <laughs> Losing all of my stuff. Yeah, I don't know. It's you just you know you got to start living life and reality and what's actually happening is really important. I think you know so. But then I know other people just love doing it and but I don't know. I think a lot of people it's it takes up a ton of their time and I just for me I just rather talk to people actually. Mm -hmm. I can see you like to talk. I love talking. Who doesn't? Why yeah. wouldn't you want to talk to people? I mean, it's what we do. We talk to each other. Mm -hmm. True. Right, you're you're in fitness, so you're talking to people all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clients, right? Well, uh -huh. I, I like talking to my colleagues. I like having good relationships with my colleagues, no matter where they are on the planet. Mm -hmm. That's nice. I think so. I think it's good. Like we need to uh, cheerlead each other. We need to be there for each other. Um, and there's plenty enough to go around, you know, we should be helping each, each other become successful. And so that's kind of my thing is like, hey, I see somebody that I think is interesting and I go, I want that person on my show. I want to help them get their their word out about what they're doing. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. That's it. Very simple. That's it? Yeah, mm -hmm. simple. And I like to party. So there you go. <laughs> you know. well claire thanks for giving me a good almost 50 minutes of your time i'm sure you're very busy um and agreeing to be on the podcast i think it's just it's just interesting content for people to learn about what you're up to and a little bit about what life is like where you live and you know how you got into fitness so i think that's i think it's interesting stuff Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You're like, well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I didn't think 
I don't think I speak well. <laughs> I think you do fine, honestly. Your English is good, I'm telling you. It's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. I promise you. If if I if I didn't think it was gonna be decent, we would we just wouldn't have done it. But uh I thought, you know, <laughs> we talked before, I said, Oh no, this is uh Honestly, you speak English better than uh, some American people I've met throughout the years, so <laughs> I'm not joking. It's a true story. Like, oh, all right. Thank don't you. you have, don't you have people in like, uh, like, you know, even though you grow up in a country and a language is native to you, don't you have people who like don't speak your native language very well? Yeah, or they don't like to speak. They don't like right. to talk. Right. I think mm. that's like that, you know, nobody's like amazing all the time at their native language, but, and there's some people really just really destroy their language. Like it's not very well, it's not done well, you know, they don't know certain things. Um, but I think you, I think, uh, you know, for learning English, it's pretty good. Honestly, it's very good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Well, I hope we stay in contact. I, I'll, sh I'll definitely continue to reach back out and mm -hmm. um so right. you know hopefully that we continue to connect and uh grow that connection and you're invited to the retreat you're invited hey, next year next year in may i'm gonna send you an invitation <laughs> thank you so much yeah of course so well you have a good you're it's morning time tomorrow there because it's monday here tuesday there so uh, yeah yeah Tuesday morning here. Yes. So have a good rest of your day and uh, we'll be in touch, Claire. Thank you, Diane. I really had a great time talking to you. Thanks for the opportunity. Of course. Uh, my pleasure, Claire. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Right. Bye, Diane. Sure, we have 30 seconds to tell you that drivers who switch to Progressive could save big. But then what? Well, radio has been called theater of the mind. So let's tell a story with sound effects. Wow, it's like I was in the story. Almost makes me forget this was supposed to be about saving big with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Want to tell the people in your life you appreciate them? Stand out with the best gift ever. Minky Couture Luxury Blankets are the best gift ever for appreciation and recognition to say thank you every day of the year. And you won't have to worry about the best gift ever being late because Miki can fulfill your orders without the supply chain frustrations. Miki Couture has you covered at MikiCouture.com.